You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Hello, and good day to you all. Although some of you are listening just past midnight, and I realize good day would not be a proper fit for such a greeting, one might argue that it is better to say good day with the presumption that many will listen within the first half of the day that is usually designated as morning. Why not just say good morning then? Well, to put it simply, good day has the added benefit of pertaining to the portion of the day lit by the sun. At the time of this recording, I dare say that would cover anyone listening up to the 8 p.m. hour. Good afternoon. That would definitely be too narrow a scope to make the majority feel included. Good evening is right out, and I find good night to be a bit dismissive for an introduction. Good day, then, and welcome to the introduction of episode 27. But first, a brief recap. Episode 1 saw the formation of the heroic group of Transformers we have come to enjoy listening to for so long by the order of Ironhide. They survived the bombings of C-1 and were recruited into a rescue team for some unstable buildings. Unknown to Ironhide and many of you, there were a few bots in the group that were already working together. Though I hear that Ironhide, like yourself, is not easily fooled. Episode 2 hmm. It appears that someone has stapled all the pages of the script together, so I'll have to just jump ahead to the back page. Let me see here. Ah, yes. Last episode, number 26 in the series, was under the title of Slasher Flick. Although the heroes were Transformers, they fear of the unknown, which comes to all living things from time to time, kept them from significant progress. Investigating Opibus Station was everything a horror film should be. Some things of note to share. Blue Shift, the hoverbike, had beat Sweet Spot in initiative, showing superior reflexes when danger, in the form of two turbofoxes, had reared its savage head. After hitting the target for retaliation, the young impressionable Blue Shift bore witness to Magnum's methods for collecting Energon from the deceased bots. Even more disturbing was the body of the bot found in the elevator, clearly the work of a larger and more savage predator than a turbofox. Just before the heroes rested in the lounge, they were treated, for the second time in knowing him, to Rex's robot form as he descended the ladder in that form. I must inform you all of the impending attack on the group when they continued their investigation, for I myself have been informed that I've run out of time. However, that happened. Please contact us in the usual ways, with well wishes for the heroes, words of damnation for the villains, and condolences for all the bots caught in their wake who did not survive. 
I now present to you Empire of Rost, episode 27. Excellent. It's like a level one item. It's, it's pretty oh, yeah. simple. It's essentially like a, like a, like a walking, like, Potion of a cure light wounds or something like that. <laughs> one you can use like once in a <laughs> and they can be they can be upgraded. They can be upgraded, but we can only afford <clears throat> the lowest level ones. I didn't even know we could afford that. I haven't spent any of my money though. So. They're, like, they're like a thousand, you know. <laughs> I got a lake of energon. I can trade for some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no. Uh, it just says betray five hundred thousand quadra checks. Quadra checks. He had me a betray. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to get paid. He'll do it anyway. That's the value of uh, Magnum's bounty. Oh, that's why that's on there. Okay. You guys are awfully friendly. <laughs> <laughs> we just like having you around, like literally in our side. <laughs> Investment. All right, so go ahead and roll for initiative. Aye, aye, Captain. Sweet spot, what'd you get? I got a 25. And that better be the first one. Carapace. Ten. Rex. Keep me at the back, seven. Seven, all right. And blue shift. A twenty-three. (laughs) (laughs) And Magnum. Fifteen. You didn't have to do that for him, by the way. You can you can just show him up. It's all right. Even if you lied, we would have got behind you. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting behind him anyway. <laughs> him and me. Twenty-eight, not physically possible. <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> I saw him roll it. I assisted. <laughs> assisted. <laughs> Nudge him up front. Go go go. Great. Blue shift has a cheerleading. <laughs> go go go. Okay, because Carapace was the only person in the room, uh, only him and the pair of Turbo Foxes get to go in this round. Only person uh, in the room. Uh, yes, if I recall Carapace correctly. was in the room. I was in the room. The the second, like so, like we're in oh, the, the room, little room, and then there's a little little room. Oh, oh. the the secondary room. Did he even Dark. get in there? He just opened the friggin' door. Yeah, right? I opened the door, and he said, "I stuck." He said, "I stuck my head in, and I'm being bitten." I have, well, I have weasels. Perfect classic DM move. I have weasels <laughs> on my face. Uh, so we're going to go directly to the Turbo Foxes. And yes, you recognize them quite clearly as a pair of Turbo Foxes. Foxy. Foxy. Ooh, Nat 20. Nat 20 on the first roll of the episode. This is excellent. Uh, and so a net 20, 29, and a 24? 24, yes. And your arm class is a 22. Correct. All right, that's two hits. Uh, and they are moving up to hit you. Uh, so they're only getting one attack instead of two this time around. But it's going to be slashing claws. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. That's going to be eight for the first one and seven for the second one. Total is 17 slashing damage. That's 15. 8 and 7? Yes, it is. That's what I said. Just checking to make sure Which you're is listening. actually too lower, because it's actually 13, because I have damage. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> not, not admitting your mistake. <laughs> All right, Carapace. You have two turbo foxes in front of you. And if you would like, you can make a perception check on the room. I would. And I don't. <laughs> What'd you get? Seven. Not much to get you anything else. Okay. Something sharp and angry. That's Carapace all over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will take a five-foot step back and take a shot with my... Red Star Conqueror! Thank you, sir. Uh, That is a... uh, 26 to hit. To hit. Okay. Yep. And 26. I, and I do 13 maximum damage. Energy and fire. Electricity and fire. Okay, top of round two. Sweet spot. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to uh, shoot into the darkened doorway. Right through Carapace? Well, yes. more around Carapace than anything else. All right, I'll move. All right, how's that? Bit of line of sight? I'm okay with that. Okay, so we'll take a shot here. At the one that's in the doorway, they tried to bite uh, Carapace's head off. Uh, and I rolled a one. So I'm going to be shooting somebody. 
critical fumble. And max damage. Woo! Go ahead and pick up one of the critical fumble cards there, Adam. All right. I'm going to take one. I'm going to memorize it and put it back in the deck. (laughs) (laughs) Would you shuffle that for me? Is this your fumble? (laughs) (laughs) And again, we're using the Starfinder Critical Mist deck. Okay, so I'm going to be doing uh, energy, I guess. Likely energy. What type of weapon are you using? All right, so energy, kinetic spell, or extreme blow. Yes, I was using a laser, so it would be energy. What's the condition on the extreme blow? Oh, extreme blow is uh, extreme piercing. Okay, so it's not piercing, so not that one. Okay. So energy. Alrighty, uh, you are dazed for one round. So I hit a disco ball and I got mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, pretty we are colors. Lounge, right? <laughs> yeah. Form that, of disco here? ball. <laughs> So dazed is you can take no actions. That's right. I can take no... You can defend yourself, but you can't take any other actions. Wow. All right, blue shift. Can I get around this side? To the left of Carapace, kind of aiming in the middle to the door. Yeah. The way there? Yeah. Okay. I'll do that and take a shot. We'll say the, the fold in the map is the like the left, like the, the wall on the left-hand side. I get a 25. And which one are you shooting at? The one right in the doorway or the one to the side? Okay. 25, that's a hit. So that would be uh, six fire damage. Six fire damage, huh? And it has penetrating, so it ignores three hardness, if that counts. Ooh. I'll I'll, I'll give you a a peek behind the screen. It doesn't. (laughs) What what is that? What are you going to shoot with that? Buildings? I could. Watch out. I know. You better not (laughs) return on us, Magnum. (laughs) I'll call the dream of it. So we got the two foxes in the doorway. Carapace is out in front. Uh, one of them is going to move up in front of you, Carapace, and take a, uh, a bite of you. So taking a guarded step? Yes, it is. Uh, the other one, I think, is going to run past you and see who he can attack. Uh, will provoke for me. Uh, we'll say... We'll, we'll say Evens, he goes after Sweet Spot, and Odds, he goes after Blue Shift. Oh, come on. You know what's going to be in even. It is even. It is even. All right. Go ahead and put him in front of you there, Sweet Spot. Uh, I hit a 20, and I do a whopping 7 points of slashing damage. Piercing damage. Physical damage. (laughs) What type of damage? Some kind of damage. (laughs) Just whatever. Oh, please let it be deadly damage. (laughs) Let it die. Plashing. Plashing. Flash. I like that one. Spearsing and flashing. <laughs> I, will, I will fly. Actually, it's blushing. Blushing. <laughs> Fizz bump. Oh. Yeah, I've taken that kind of damage before, too. <laughs> He's so embarrassed. Yeah. All right, Carapace, a 26 against you and Jesus. a 16 against you, sweet spot. A spit take. Huh. What? A 16 to hit, or uh, was that? To hit, yes. Now... My armor class doesn't suffer at all from being dazed. Correct. Don't believe it does. Nope. I got the card right here. Okay. Thank you, Mike. So, yeah, that will not hit. That's a miss. Okay. No damage to Sweet Spot, seven damage to Carapace. How are you doing there, Carapace? You've been taking a couple hits over these uh, yeah, I'm last... I'm not even in hit points yet. Good to know. We're so confident. I mean, we didn't you even can, check if you needed. We didn't you even check can, if you needed healing. After right. Last you time. can stop cheating, like in hitting me, because I mean, <laughs> 26 is cons- are consistent or not. That's not cool. <laughs> no promises. On, uh, on us? No, it isn't. <laughs> but on you? I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, Magnum, it's up to you. Dear, you guys in trouble. Hey, there's a turbo fox over here in front of me. <laughs> trying to bite me. At least you're not confused. Nope. Using I'm... a sophisticated piece of machinery. <laughs> yep. I take a shot at the, uh, the thing in front of um, Sweet Spot. Turbo Fox in front of Sweet Spot, yep. sure. And I get a natural 20. Ooh, Boom. Critical. Do you want a card? That means you get... Boy, get a critical. You get a critical hit card. It's actually, the, This actually is the same as my critophetic plus a bonus. So he's definitely not prone. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Area of effect. <laughs> as you knock characters <laughs> over. And we figured out that it, we believe it's a DC 14 fortitude save for the weasel. All right, DC 14. Let's see if I can make this. 
Uh, roll the 16, so... He's not stunned, so he's just prone. Go ahead and roll up your damage. 10. 10 damage? Yep. All right. That's a solid, respectable hit. Let's go ahead and move on to who's next. Uh, Carapace. Carapace, you're next. Carapace is next. Carapace is going to uh, make a full attack, or two attacks, on the uh, guy that's right in front of me. You can make an attack of opportunity. Uh, so that is a 20, uh, 22 to hit with my Asimov laser artillery laser. That is a hit. And I do nine points of electricity and fire. Ooh. And with the light reaction cannon, I get a less. Uh, that is a 13. 13 is a miss. Okay. His attack of opportunity, he got an... You got a 16. That is not enough. Didn't think so. Rex. I guess I'm in the back of the room. You can are? I, can I get up to Sweaty's area? One move action to get up to wherever you need to be. Can you surround that prone guy in front of Sweaty, please? Sure. And he is prone, so no attack of opportunity in this case. 23 from Rex's tail. That's it. 11 damage from the tail. Ooh. You guys are blazing Still through alive. these ones. Yes, he is. Laser got a 14. And that's against Casey. Physical damage rights. Yep, that's a miss. Uh, he is flanked and prone. Oh. So that's plus six. Okay, well, what did I just say? 14, so it's 20. That's a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. Two damage from a bike. Two on that. Key's still up. Laser. I seriously don't. He's not flanking anything. Oh, he is? Ten. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> no. Damn it. All right. I choose to be done. Bold choice. <laughs> Sweet spot. There is a prone turbo fox on the ground in front of you. What are you going to do? Hey. Are you going to talk to Drool. it? He's dazed. Hey, right. look at that. It's just one round, right? Just one round, yep. Uh, You want to join the battle? Uh, I think... Uh, yeah, I'll get into it in a second. <laughs> Blue shift. He's going so fast. He's taking no, your turn what? too. No. <laughs> hey. And take a shot. New speedster in town. Move to the corner and taking a shot down the line. And miss at an eleven. It's not a critical miss, is it? No. <coughs> okay. Uh, yep, eleven's a miss. Everything he does is critical. I'm critically average. Insanely beige. <laughs> a filthy neutral, if ever I saw one. <laughs> Alright, Carapace, the one in front of you <clears throat> is going to take a full attack against you. And that is a miss on the claw. Uh, rolled an 18. That is a miss on claw number two. Rolled a 13. And likely a miss on the bite. That is going to be a 14. That is all misses. That is all misses. That is unfortunate. Thank you for making a full attack. <laughs> the one in front of Sweet Spot is going to get his ass up off the ground. Well, it's going to be a 12 to hit you there, sweets. Probably miss, right? Nope. Not going to hit. All right. Not no way, not no how. It's okay. a doom. Too fast for you. Hey, that's my leg. That's my other leg. Now I'm flying. All right. He can't do anything what? else because he had to spend the time <laughs> getting up. Magnum, it is you. All right. I'm going to... Magnum is going to just move into a place where he can get a clear shot of the... Uh, the Turbo Fox that's attacking Carapace and also do reload his gun. And that's all he can do right now. Carapace! Carapace is going to take a uh, another two attacks because that's been working out pretty well so far. So this is my last shot with my light reaction cannon. Attack of opportunity as well. And I rolled a natural one. Ooh. And then I roll a nine on the second attack, so I miss both ways. Uh, the first one was kinetic. Okay, so I got uh, get out of my line of fire. For one round, the only attacks you can make are covering fire and harrying fire. Ooh. Yep. It's a bit nasty. Also neat. Mm. Different. Indeed. Quite. And on the attack of opportunity, I got a 22 to hit you. And you hit me. Oh, nice. I hit you with a bite. And I chomp down on you for five points of damage. Middling at best. Are these things medium or small? They are medium-sized. I was thinking they hit really well. We should get a stick and put one on the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) 
they're uh, they're lower than you, but they're also longer than you. That's awfully personal. You can't judge them. Uh, some butts I are longer than others. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rex, what you gonna do? You're surrounding the one in front of Sweet Spot, and yeah. Do what I did last time, try to murder it. All three of us. Fifteen hits, right? Fifteen will hit the KAC, yes. This is my tail, Rex. Boom. That's ten damage. Boom. And you kill it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who knew a Turbo Fox's natural predators were dinosaurs? <laughs> uh, the Don't dinosaurs even live on this planet. Yeah, I was like, dinosaurs are everything's natural predators. <laughs> uh, my other two guys can move over. Yeah. And attack the one uh, One doesn't even have to move. You got one sure right can. there. Sure well, <sighs> can. This guy can go. I like right there. Yeah, but he should have been. You want to go here? Or? Yeah. Yes. And now I don't want a clear shot again. Blazer being there is better than a clear shot. 13? 13's a miss. <coughs> is that, inclu- is that including the flank? <coughs> okay. Um, oh, Why do I keep rolling the same team numbers? Change yeah, your dice yeah. roll. Stop rolling any deep Blazer's going to do the same thing, so he misses too. But we got him surrounded, I guess. I'm running back to the top of the round. Sweet. All right. Now I'm going to take a shot at that there uh, feral little creature in front of Carapace. You are going through several people, just FYI. Yeah, they only get the cover once, though. That's true. What's the cover? Four. It doesn't matter what the cover <laughs> is. <laughs> because I rolled an 18, uh, which is going to give me effectively a 20, 24. Four. Six points of fire damage. That tough little fox is still up. That there was my warning shot. Y'all better just back up. He's so hungry. Last time one backed up, we would chase it down and killed it anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Blue Shift. Blue Shift takes a shot. I got 16. 16 is a hit on a... Is it EAC? Yes. All right, it's a hit. I get, does he get cover from... Yes, he does. That still hits? Uh, oh, in that case, then no, it is not. Because <clears throat> that brings it down to effectively a 12, which is a miss. That's what I thought. All right, and the last Turbo Fox's turn. Well, he's surrounded in the doorway, so he's taking a lot of hits. He's going to um, run back into the room, provoking three attacks of opportunity as he runs away. Anyone want to make a bet as to whether or not he makes it? So question, this thing says the only attacks I can make are covering fire and harrying fire. Does that include attacks of opportunity? I would say, yeah. So it's Blazer and Grazer doing the AOOs. Blazer gets a 10. That's a miss. That's a miss. Uh, 13 from Grazer. That's also a miss, right? Is that including flank? Oh, I was flanking at that point, right? Yep. That'd be a 12. Miss. 15. 15's a hit. Yep. 10 damage. Bam! More than enough to kill it. In fact, its corpse gets stuck on Grazer's horns. Oh, nice. It whips it around. Smacks Carapace with it. <laughs> He's excited. <laughs> Easy does it. <laughs> Are you sure that's an herbivore? <laughs> He's got the taste of taste of blood now. Yeah. He doesn't eat him. He just kills him. <laughs> He's got the he got the the taste of energy on. That's just mean. Worst kind of predator just kills for fun. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are are clear of the Turbo Foxes again, and uh, yeah, what you gonna do? That, that was always the myth about uh, the herbivore dinosaurs. Like, oh, they're just plant eaters, they're harmless. So it's like, well, they don't eat other creatures. Yeah. <laughs> they still kill them. They like to murder them. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Um, I'm going to uh, reload both of my guns, since we're not in combat. And ideally, I'd like to take a short rest, because I am at exactly zero stamina. All right. Do you need any uh, hit yeah, points? We, we are in a latch. I will do that as well. I'm good. Hit, I'm actually at... at like, full hit yeah, full anybody, hit anybody need hit point healings? Uh, that would be a no. Negative. Are you guys going to close the door to the lounge, like out to the hallway there, before you do this? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, it'd be a safe bet. And we'll also uh, close this here door uh, to the Hab Suite. Oh, should we? I mean, where I they came from? I suppose. I mean, we can investigate. I mean, not all of us need to rest. You know. I only mention it because if any of you pop something and get attacked while the others are resting, it will negate that rest. All right, let's close it up and just look in this room, so we don't have much of a chance of it provoking anything. 
And I guess Magnum will go over and look at the writing like he was trying to do. <coughs> and also the corpse. Could also be a hole there that would lead to uh, others. So Nest gonna, of Turbo I'm just going to close the door for now. Okay. You rest up. The Turbo Foxes, <laughs> we're like terrified of doing anything without you. So it's just accepted. <laughs> So let's uh, start on this side here with Magnum. So while those guys are resting, what are you doing? Um, he's going to read the writing and look at the corpse. Well, and that's how the writing was next to the corpse, right? Yes, the, the writing and the corpse are in the lounge, the main room here, All against right. the back wall. Let's take a look at that little scene there. Okay. I want you to make a culture check. 26. So as you are looking at the, the writing on the wall, you recognize it as an ancient Cybertronian rhyme. Nickel, iron, cobalt, and chrome, he'll eat your soul, turn your spark to stone. Nickel, iron, cobalt, and chrome, run little robot, run away home. And really, who has time to scrawl that while they're <laughs> Did you say nursery rhyme? I said rhyme. Rhyme. Nursery. I was just going to say, like, there are no nurseries. They're not. Yeah. It's just an ancient rhyme that's that you heard. Now, with that culture check, you recognize that that rhyme specifically has to do with a, a an almost mythological creature called a spark eater. Mm hmm I've always wanted to kill one of those things. <laughs> if I knew one of those things existed here on Cybertron, I might not have come. <laughs> what is a spark eater? <laughs> oh, you you naive little bot. You are going to need to make a culture or a life science check to get some information about that. Can I make both? Can I assist? And yes, if anyone has uh, life, life science or culture, assuming Magnum shared it with you, you can roll on that as well. Uh, can I just aid? If you want to, yeah. <clears throat> do I, can I do both? Sure. Why not? This is a big stumper. Stumper for me. I do kind of give a blazer the kind of like like the good solid pet. Like, you know, behind his plate when he killed that thing. Be like, yeah, awesome. Uh, thank you. Good job, little dude. Got four aided from Sweet Spot. Yep. Four aided from Blue Shift. Got a minus two. Minus <laughs> two from... Stop <laughs> helping! Little zeros from third. <laughs> just chewing on my leg. <laughs> he's I, wish you, I wish you had a tire right he now. Just, he Actually, just discovered my soles are rubber. <laughs> my shoes. Uh, you have nope. no soul. Uh, he's not chewing your leg. <laughs> oh, dear. Just let him finish. <laughs> 28. And is that culture or life science? That's culture. So spark eaters are the boogeymen of Cybertron. Uh, countless tales have been told about the bots meeting spark eaters in the wilds before the war. They suck out the brain module through the mouth while pulling the still living spark into themselves, leaving a lifeless body behind. But they become more myth than reality over the last million years. Scientists believe that they were the hallucinations of bots who had seen too much combat and are simply jumping at shadows or misinterpreting an animal attack for something more mysterious. Oh, they're real. Our evidence shows it is, right? You're, so you've heard of these sweet spot? No. <laughs> and did you want to do a medicine check on the body? Actually, thinking of the body that we ran into earlier, that sounds awfully yeah, it does. specific. <laughs> The one that you told us about in the uh, 25. elevator? You can quite easily determine that the bot's brain module was extracted through its mouth and that there is a gaping hole in his chest where his spark used to be. Could be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! That could mean anything. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to fight this thing. No, we're going to kill this thing. No, you're going to kill this thing. You're assuming there's only true. one. <laughs> Why? Why, why do you have to say things like that? We live in the real world, man. Interest, interesting technique. You, of course, would always try to make <laughs> things like, plural. I do this and I do that. Oh, yeah, I see I could do that, too. <laughs> Damn it, Magnum. Rip out, rip out, his, rip out his spark. It's, it's kind like, of like mummification. I'm like, well, you know? But that's off the nose, isn't it? They pull the brain out through the nose, through the hook. We don't have noses, do we? Oh, eh. Right. We don't have brains, technically, either. You know, but we do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Especially Carapace. Yeah. Especially oh. Rex. <laughs> yeah. Well, you actually got multiple brains. Well, Magnum's brain module isn't even And in still head, doesn't add you know? up, does it? <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to think. Yeah, you've got two brains. That's weird. Or maybe like one and a half. <laughs> the maybe, one is the one is Pythagoras. Maybe one. Yes, definitely. So which one is insane? <laughs> what do you tell you? I'll give you a guess. All right. Um, well, I'll tell everyone what I figured out. Not sure this helps at all, but... Uh, no, 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 it doesn't. Now I'm excited. <laughs> now, we get now to kill a spark eater. That's awesome. You guys have a really strange view of life. Life is precious. Yeah, and taking life is amazing. <laughs> All life is precious. That's why he wants to collect it. <laughs> Carapace is like, I should, I should try that. I'm a hunter. Like, this is amazing. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta kill them all. <laughs> Sparky Eater, I choose you. <laughs> is this a good reference for you now? I'm okay with it. <laughs> no something that Something that hunts sparks. I assume sparks have sort of a unique Energon signature, right? Yeah. I mean, not even just regular Energon, right? They have some sort of maybe obscure, some sort of some sort of signature, like if a predator was designed to hunt those. A scent? Well, something, I don't know. I do life sciences, how he might detect it. The spark is inside the body. How else would you be able to detect such a thing? Radiation, you know, radio waves. All right, well, you're the scientist. You figure it out. What would be a plausible way for, assuming this is an animal of some sort, that, that or something at least completely corporeal. You would imagine that it has a, a some kind of extrasensory perception, yeah. very similar to your energon sensor. It's like a shark, you know. It's like, but it would have to know the difference between a spark and just regular energon. Well, I can. I see what your your point. Because otherwise, it would just drown itself in the, the lake out there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it doesn't, and it just gets confused by all this machinery. I figured that like a spark is kind of like concentrated energon. Like you know, it's like a, almost like a higher, like higher frequency, or like a like an emergently complex. I don't know if you I know. create like a, a decoy. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can mask ours. Oh, that's a good idea too. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea better. What would it take to mask a spark signature for what? Enhance sweaties. Besides killing them. Roll an engineering check to see if you can puzzle this out. Ooh. All right. Plus four from Blue Shift. 32. You think that you would probably need more equipment than you have access to right now in order to create something like that. You think it's possible, but in in kind of like the, the in the field, in like the kind of the short notice that you have, you don't think that it's not it's going to be possible. It's a laboratory. Is there a laboratory here? Uh, you you would know, Blue Shift, that there's no laboratory here. The closest thing would be engineering, but you also know that it's not an, like a research and development kind of engineering lab. It's a it's a very specific kind of function. I couldn't do this in a, like a, a machine shop or a workshop. Right. Can you just transform into one? What about the... <laughs> yeah, right. Hey! Is there a laboratory? I am the laboratory. No, actually, uh, what about the other ship? Would there be a workshop on that ship? Yes, yes, there is. Well, <laughs> ours didn't have one, I don't think. Yeah, but ours is older than the sun. Well, so is yeah, that laboratories one. Laboratories were invented ship. after our ship. Oh, ours is considered more fit for this than the job than that one was. Really? I think so. Right? That's what you said. Ours was considered the better of the two. I believe I said that, yeah. So. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so I wouldn't breathe on the other one if I was you? Because <laughs> it might disintegrate. Okay, given that, something that ate sparks... Would it potentially have its own unique signature? All right. So can I tie the Energon sensor to that and make it give us an, uh, an automated alarm? Is there any uh, residue on the on the body from the thing that drew out the Yeah, the good spark? question. You didn't see anything? So no. You saw a couple of, like, scratches and, and like, gouge marks. Forensics. No residue or anything. Forensics, man. That's your thing. You could get the signature from the foxes and take that out of your sensors. So if you detect something... You'll Detection by a process of elimination? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all right. We already well, have our signatures. I'll work. try to work on the Energon sensor we have to sort of make it distinguish between... Try to refine it a bit to, to, to actually to, to tell us whether it's a fox or not or a person. Since I have, I have bot signatures and I have fox signatures, 
something else. You think that it might be possible to do something like this, but don't forget that the Energon sensor you have is very low res. Remember that it was kind of like not not picking up like sweet spots when he was like moving kind of around. It just kind of showed the general location. So it's right. not really a, uh, a, a a great quality one. And if I mess with it too much, I may break it. You do think that your your idea is possible, but you would need a, a better Energon sensor to do that. Um, well, we were on our way to the communications room. Might there be something you can uh, jury-rig in there? I say, this is a place all about Energon. They might have some sort of sensors we can use. Yeah, we'll have to keep looking then. Just keep our eyes open then. Just be extra aware. All right, so do we check out the rest of these hab suites while we're here, uh, or do we continue on? What do you think, Carapus? I mean, we're here, search the room, right? Yeah. Nothing could be in the room. Once, once, what? <laughs> it's just sitting next to us, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could work, but it's not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Magnum got to this room first. <laughs> What if you're the spark eater? You are the spark eater, aren't you? I knew it. Eventually, you were going to betray us all. What was that bounty again? Not high enough to be the <laughs> spark eater. <laughs> all right, when Carapace is done resting, I guess. I mean, I'll do a survey around the room to look for any more clues to see. Uh, the lounge or the room that the Turbo Foxes were in? Just the lounge right now. We're waiting until our, our, our tough guys rested before we do anything else. Can one of you guys bring me a latte? What? We're in a lounge. I'm resting. Could you guys bring I'm me? resting. Why don't you bring me a latte? Because I'm resting harder than you are. I am a master resting. <laughs> you guys get in a fight, that's I not can... resting. <laughs> yeah, but we're lounging, so it's like just like we're elbowing each other. This, just, is, this is what we did. Like, you know, this is what other. we did on Yukarn. It's like, oh yeah, you, I can stare at rocks better than you can. Oh yeah? Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> We're bickering. We're like siblings, you know? <laughs> like lovers. And I do a PI check to look for other clues around the room to see if anything else, like activity from other bots or other animals or, or anything, just clues in general yeah, about sure. what's going on. I'd love to have a fight inside of Magnum. I wouldn't. 21. Uh, Magnum, as you look through the room, uh, it does look like it's been... Not like attacked per se, but there were signs like of a struggle, likely from the uh, the turbo foxes that were in here, or whatever it was that killed the uh, the bot against the the back wall. Looking in the hab suite that the turbo foxes came out of, you can tell that there's a pool of energon on the floor next to the the recharge slab. It looks like something had taken like a chunk out of uh, the Energon supply line there, and it's like leaking onto the floor. Probably what drew the the Turbo Foxes uh, uh, to the room. The rest of the rooms uh, don't have any bots or bodies or Turbo Foxes in, and nothing else is in there. Uh, they look like almost like nondescript kind of uh, recharge rooms, and you think probably these are just like the like once a, a bot gets off duty. Uh, they come here to, to recharge, and if they're not actually um, at work, they probably take a look, either play some games on the, the hollow table, use it for uh, communications or anything like that, uh, just kind of around. So you think that they spend most of their time here in the, the lounge when they're not recharging or working. Okay, so there's nothing here, so we move on. Is there a recharging station for batteries? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there would be. do that while we rested? Uh, sure. Uh, we'll say that each room has one uh, spot for a battery recharge, so you can recharge up to six uh, during that time. Excellent. Or in your case, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Should have left him on the re- Ukraine. <laughs> All right, we're ready to go. Let's go. You sure? No. I mean, is there anything on this floor? That we know of. Well, we're going. We're going to the control computer yeah, communication room. Is that on this floor? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're just, let's just, just do our pe- these com- are on the way. Room, okay. Let's computer just move core. On. I'm going first. Right? Moving defense. Yeah. Plate. Engineering. Oh, this computer. Computer core, core and, uh, and, and communication. Communication. Right. Yeah. And blue shift. You would know that that is actually the same space. Okay. We'll uh, run my energon sensor. Anything appears at the edge of it, I will let everyone know. 
Okay. I mean, it's not very far, but right now, but 30 feet radius. Not too bad. I'm really feet, not looking man. for resolution. I'm just looking for Got presence or absence. It's 25 feet. <laughs> it's 20 feet. That can't be right. It's inside the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Onward and inward. All right. You leave the lounge and head back out into the hallway. Down the hall. Go ahead and give me a perception check. I got a uh, 24 for my perception. Eyes wide open. Ears open. Nose open. 16. 10. 21. 25. Everything looks perfectly safe. So you continue down the hall, around the corner. You can see the door for the, the computer core and communications. And above the door, a warning light is flashing. What's that mean? That's a warning right there. Yeah, a warning for what? Does it actually say anything, or is it just a light? It's just like a, it's just a light. Non, non-specific I, warning. Yeah, do I happen to know what it means? Can I make an engineering check? Station self-destruct mode enabled. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, you're not certain. You, you think that it, there's a, it's a warning of some kind. It's, it's probably something has gone wrong somewhere, but. Station you're... will self-destruct in three minutes. <laughs> but you don't know anything beyond that. Hey guys, I don't know if there's a good time to bring this up, but. Uh... Laser, just let me know that there's movement on the dock. He doesn't know what it is. Doesn't recognize whoever it is. Can he get closer? Can he investigate more? Better? Deeper? Yeah, sure. You can tell him to... Yeah, as I told him. You can communicate with that. You might want sure. to warn the ship if it's getting near them. Laser can't warn the ship. We could, though. You could? Maybe. Can the ship scent? see? See from where they are? Or sense? Yeah, they must be able... Yeah, after they dropped us off, they uh, I was pretty sure that they they pulled away a bit. They did, yeah. They weren't right at the dock. They weren't. They were close, but they're gonna wait until we cleared the base. Someone gonna contact the ship then? Yeah, definitely. Someone is always you. Like it's just just so you know, it's always you. <laughs> I go in. I put an energon coin in. <laughs> turn the crank. Thank goodness you're here, Magnum. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Oh. Hi, this is Rex. <laughs> yeah, I'm inside Magnum. It's freaky. Why does Magnum have an you're old inside 19, me? 1920s phone? <laughs> he watches a lot of Earth movies. You right? have to so. dial one first, man. <laughs> Where's the operator in the shitty thing? Oh, you are, right? <laughs> I am the operator. Just do it, Magnum. <laughs> Click. He's the operator. All right, the I the ship. Hey, uh, Captain Silverface. Um, there's... That's Silverbeard. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. Beard. 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 Beard, beard, beard face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual high fives, everyone. <laughs> Magnum, you know well enough my name is Silverload. I'm sorry, I have a cold. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's something moving around on the dock out there, so you, I don't know if you can take a closer look or if you've noticed it, or just be careful. Can you take a peek out of a window? Yeah, we'll look. And you can kind of hear like commotion in the background as he he orders the like the rest of the people up on the bridge to make certain sensors are activated and you know do visual scans and everything. Uh, it takes about two or three minutes or so, but he'll eventually come back onto the on the line. We're getting we're, we get nothing on here. What's what's going on? What do you mean? Why is there? How do you know there's been movement laser, up here? Laser says there's movement on the docks. But he's far. He can't tell the details. He's too far away. Just think. Does anybody look at a window? We we're looking out the window. Yes. All right. Well, be careful in case something tries to get in. You might want to put a little more distance between you and the dock. Helmsman, lift us up another twenty feet. Tell him about the turbo foxes. Oh yeah. There's lots of uh, feral feral turbo foxes in here. Try attacking people. We found two bodies so far. Their sparks have been ripped out. Their brains have been ripped out. A turbo fox did that? No, something worse. <laughs> Allegedly. It could very well be out there with you right now. Or in here with us. Yes, probably within there. Oh, there it is. No, never mind. Wasn't it? Don't do that, man. <laughs> Doris, be sure the, the door is closed. You have the door open. <laughs> but, but don't lock what? it, right? <laughs> Glad to see you guys are paying attention. Like these guys are like professional levels of incompetence. Like, you know, Max <laughs> takes ranks. a lot of tr- training to be yeah. this, this bad at their jobs. <laughs> okay, I'm at the door. We'll let you know if we find anything else. 
Yes, please keep us keep us informed. Yeah, you do. On the off chance you actually notice something. <laughs> I just figured out a plot twist. That ship is going to miraculously blow up. And we'll be stuck having to take the older, less less than ship. Oh no, we blow it up and then home. we just walk away. Walk away from this whole fucking thing. We just live out in the forest from now on. <laughs> Some of us can do that. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, thank you, no. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> uh, Magnum, uh, while I have you on the line, I, I think we should make you all aware of, uh, of something. Uh, Engineer Rail has disappeared. We haven't been able to locate him. Of course. All right. Uh, keep looking. I would postcards at all essential situations. stations, double guard. Maybe he went out the open door. <laughs> <laughs> Who let Rail out? The one former member of Cybertron first is missing suddenly. He's probably gonna go. He's probably gonna go rescue us. That's probably what it is. You know. Okay. Well, uh, checking all the cold storage rooms. The bodies tend to collect there. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, sure, we'll we'll check there. Goodbye, Beerface. Beard over and out. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Rex, it's Silver Load. Well, no, I like you too much. You can call me Silverbeard. Yes. Yes. It's going to anyways. <laughs> but only Rex. That's what you think. All right. Uh, so, you at the door? Yes, we're at the door. All right. Carapace, you trying to open it? Nope. I'm going to let somebody else open the door, and I will... I will do that for you. Thank you, and I will defensively move into the room. All right. Mighty brave of you. Yes. I don't know why I'm shaking dice. I don't need to roll to open a door unless I do. Do I? I guess not. Uh, you attempt to open the door, and it is sealed. Well, then I will have to make wait, wait. for it. I have uh, the key card. Let's try the key card. All right, I'll get out of the way and let him in. Uh, Magnum will try the key card on the door, see if it unlocks it. Uh, okay. It looks like the... So you kind of insert the, the key card, and it shows that the key card is, is active and is, is correct. It can be used. But the door still does not open. Safety override, probably. All right, uh, let's access the computer panel to see why and to see if it's a safety override. Go for it. Computers check? Uh, yes, computers. Can we aid? If you want yes, to. please. What, what could possibly be on the other side of the door that would require a safety lock and a warning light? Maybe the room, maybe the room's missing. Uh, I got a 15 to aid, so plus... Six from uh, Blue Shift and Sweet Spot, and that is 29. Here's what you can uh, determine. The doors panel will tell you that there has been an explosion in the room, and automated safety protocols locked it down. Uh, the door can't. The door console can't tell you what the conditions are inside, but it does log the explosion as happening a little under a cycle ago, so about an hour. Mm, okay. But it can't tell us what the atmosphere or what's on the other side. Cannot. An engineering or a strength check to open the door. Hold on, I will, uh, don't, don't do it yet. Um, Magnum will transform right next to the door and extend uh, what he can li listen. Any sensors he can get through that door. Heat sensor on the door to see if it's abnormal temperature. You're putting a wall against the wall to listen <laughs> through the, the wall. <laughs> Make a perception check. 19. All right, so you do get uh, an energon reading from inside. It's almost like it's garbled, like it, it's it's in motion. So it it's hard to tell, kind of, you try to pin down like where in the room it is. It, it, it kind of feels like it's like it'll show up on one side for a second and then it'll show up on the other side for a second, and it'll show up on the other side for a second. It, it feels like it's kind of moving around, almost like it's shifting or something like that. So, so either something's moving around really fast, or we got, like, Energon spurting out or sparking all over the place. You're not getting anything from, from like, uh, uh, from Sonics or from, like, audio or anything like that, uh, or motion or anything, but you do see, uh, you do get the, the reading that the door is warmer than the rest of the hallway is. All right, how much warmer? Uh, significantly warmer. All right. Think there's still a fire in there? It could be. Or an energon leak. It, what room was this? Is this the communication room we were looking for? 
communications, and computer core. Is this the only door and entrance into this place? As far as Blue Shift knows, yes. Can I override from here? The door to yes. open it? Uh, yeah, like I said, engineering or strength check to open can, it. Can you override remotely? Like, from down the hall? Is that possible? No. What if we got you uh, extender-wise? <laughs> just a long stick. <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys stand. Longer. Everybody else stand back. Uh, I'll do that. Stand far back. Everyone stand behind sweat spot. Yep, stand back. No, don't stand behind <laughs> me. Do I look like I could provide any type of cover? I give as much cover as the flash. You're like, oh, that bolt's about to... I f- it phases through me. Ah, <laughs> uh, kills the person behind you. Yeah, yeah, that's not... I'm not I'm not a good uh, hiding place. You're, you're a window. Behind me is not the sweet spot. You're a window. Mm-hmm. Where's the door? Where Magnum is? Oh, it's on the side of the hallway? Okay. Oh, good see you. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he was. <laughs> to the elevator! <laughs> this is actually back in Blur's bar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, somewhere down the hall. Is there a corner? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a corner. Does this hall continue down this way? Yes. Okay. Oh, we well, don't know what's down that way. So. Sweet spot. He knows so what's up. That way is back the way you came towards the, the lounge and the lab suite, and then that is just kind of further you on. You guys down. might want to go back the way we came since we know what's down there. Well, if we go down this way, we'll know what's down here too. You might. All right. Where are you, where are you going, Rex? There we go. So, I feel like you're invading my personal space. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him towering over. All right, everyone back up. Carapace like, <coughs> an inch, click, click. All right. I'm worried about fire. You can't fight. Well, maybe you can't fight fire. Can you fight fire with fire? Does that work? You can fight uh, fire with firing. It depends. Okay. Uh, some fire needs to be a certain temperature, and some fire burns so hot that it'll kill the oxygen, and it'll kill other fires. All right. Get ready to shoot the fire, then. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Got eight... 27 for engineering. Hey, uh, Blue Shift, back this way. Is there an exit? That's where the elevators are. Okay, just want to know. All right, so 27, you say? Yep. Okay. We'll have the weapon drawn, too, just in case. I have to shoot the fire, too. Understandable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you uh, you go ahead and you kind of rewire the, the, the locking mechanism on the, the door, and you feel that it is successful. Get ready. Um, and as you connect that last wire, here it comes. The door is open. Make a reflex save next time. Oh. Record data log 2212 A, 40 second cycle 08. Mission report. Code name Empire of Rust. Mission status ongoing. Oversight commander. Game Master Michael Ordway Squad Commander Magnum Played by Matthew G Range Combat Specialist Wild Strike Played by Mike M Melee Combat Specialist Garapis Played by Patrick Finn Support Melee Combat Specialist Rex Played by Rob Muller Forward Scout Sweet Spot Played by Adam Achu Logistics Support Provided by the Transmissions Network to support the show, please visit transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Mission success. <laughs> <laughs>